Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider Newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, dude, we're 5-1 and one, going down to Jacksonville to play, I, I guess, a wounded um, Jacksonville Jaguars team at 2-4. and four. Wounded in that. Uh, lost some games they probably should have won. Um, and all week long, it seemed like the start of this week, Chris, we heard yep. kind of trap game game they'd look past. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on that, like being around the team and, 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 you know, Dable and everything. What's your, what's your sense of that, dude? No, I didn't get that sense at all. Uh, everybody's talking about, you know, one play, one game, one series at a time. Yeah. Um, I don't feel anything as far as, you know, looking ahead or, or this is going to be one machine win and all that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? They're a confident team, the Giants. They are. They really believe in what they're doing and they, they believe in Dable and Kafka and Wink and the whole coaching staff. And But I don't get the sense that there's, they're getting a little too feel good about themselves. You know, uh, yeah. they got some veterans in there. You know, the Jihad Wards. Yeah. You know, guys who have been around winning organizations and and um, that are kind of, you know, relaxed, level off and all that stuff. So, um, look, this is a, a – I know the Jaguars are two and four. But first off, as we all know, the Giants should be overlooking anybody. I don't sure. care what their record is. And two, this is a Jaguar team that, let's not forget, you know, went into L.A. a few weeks ago and destroyed the Chargers, okay? Yeah. And they had some tough losses, that, you know, coming off a, uh, a wild one against the Colts. Could have um, beat, be beat Philly, too. Could have. Uh, yeah, well, they jumped out to an early lead, yeah, but if you look at the stats in that game and if you watch that game, mm, they, they kind of, you know, Philly kind of got them after the second quarter. But that's a, they were in the game, though. They were in the game. You yeah. know, they were in the game. Um, uh, and the first game against Washington, they should have won. They blew a late lead there, you know. Right. Um, so this is a this is a pretty this is an up and coming team with a very good coach. Let's face it. I know people hate Peterson a couple of years ago what he did, mm-hmm. but he is a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, he got that buffoon organization off the Schneid somehow or another, getting them in, getting them in their first <laughs> Super Bowl trophy. Um, and, and they're going to be a dangerous team. You know, Trevor Lawrence has had some turnovers, but. <clears throat> This is going to be a good one, dude. We'll get into it more. Uh, I expect another real close one, you know, yeah. uh, on the road. Um, Peterson, like I said, Peterson will have these guys ready to play. They got some playmakers on both sides of the ball. And it's going to be a battle, man. And uh, we'll talk about who's going to win, you know, what we expect as we move along here. But uh, but no, Jerry, to answer your original question, no, I, I don't get that sense of anybody's feeling real good about, like, Sort of like, ah, you know, we got Jacksonville this week. We're good. You know, nothing From like From the that. outside looking in, Chris, I like that that talk started very early in the week. It seems like a lot of times that may come up midweek, later in the week. But it seems like as soon as they beat the Ravens, it was Jacksonville's next. Can't look past them. Yeah. Could, you know, typical trap game for a team. There's no trap games for the Giants, but typical trap game for a team that, that, that that's a superior talent, right? And, the, and yeah. I'm saying the Giants are. But 5-1 record. I like that that talk started early and kind of – almost got itself out of the way early in the week. I don't know if there's anything to that, but um, a lot of times that doesn't happen until later in the week, it seems, well, you know, Thursday, Friday, especially on Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens with this one. But uh, look, you're a Giants fan. You're, you know, hate the saying, but you're playing with house money right now. You, opportunity to go, to be 6-1 and one, and to beat a beatable uh, Jaguars team going down there. Uh, it, nothing is a given, but this is a very winnable sure. game. Sure. Um, they're going to have a bunch of them coming up, Jerry. 
everybody, yeah, everybody right. in their weight class. You know, that's right. That's right. But Jerry, to get to your point, you know, Brian Dable nicked that off. You know, he cut yep. that off right off right after the yep. even Love in it. his presser. I think it was either it was after the game on Monday. I don't remember exactly which one it was. Um, yeah. But he, you know, he kind of made a reference in, when he said, hey, in this league, you could fall off the cl- cliff instantly. Yeah. I think he was trying to send a little message to, like, hey, guys, you know, we're 5-1. and one, We get it. Right. But we could easily, you know, be 5-3 and three or 5-4 and four in a blank, you know, yeah. than I. In other right. words, the point being, you focus on your next practice, the next game, the next series, the next, you know, all that stuff, you know, all yeah. the sequence. And he's pretty good at that, Jerry. I, you know, being around Dable, um, He's been around a lot of winners, man. You know, he's been around Super Bowl yeah. champions. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, Jerry, that this coaching, and even while, even with Joe Shane the other day, I saw Joe the other day, um, they're 5-1, and one, but they're not sitting there like, oh, yeah, you know, we we we, we saw this coming. We're, we knew it would be a 5-1 and one team. We have a very t- – you know, they noticed a lot of issues with the Ross, stuff like that. Yeah. And they're not this five on one record is not fooling anybody. And what I mean by that is that you know they're just not they're not feeling real good about themselves. Saying, "Hey, you know we're we're going to do this." We're gonna... No, they know they have to practice hard every week. You know they have to execute when they need to execute. Come up with turnovers, you know, and all that stuff. Because yeah. let's face it, dude, we all know this isn't the most talented roster, man. Right. And you look at the roster and the depth, and you say, "How the hell is this team five one?" Well, we've been discussing what they're five one for the last six weeks. Right, you know, they're doing things at the right time, and the coaching is just incredible. You know, yeah. Um, so now, very level-headed dude, very level-headed. I don't, you know, none of that good. feel good. Yep. Added. So it doesn't mean they're going to win Sunday, but none of that they'll walk in the building like, oh, we're, we're five and one. We got this Sunday. You know. Yeah. So as far as the injury report that you put out yesterday, the Giants put out, and you uh, you tweeted it. Uh, Flaut didn't practice. Galladay obviously. Uh, Pennock, uh, number eighty-nine. Zimenez. And McKinney, but it wasn't injury related. Um, how, what's Zimenez look like for this weekend, dude? Yeah, well, it looks like, you know, Dable spoke this morning and said he's not too confident in Aziz and Zimenez. Oh, Aziz too, huh? Yeah, so it looks like. Right, I, didn't, know, I didn't even get to the limited guys. Wow, okay, he was limited. That's a, that's a, that's uh, a. So, yeah, look, um, uh, it doesn't look like they're going to go. I mean, if you listen to Dable before, it doesn't sound like they're going to go. He's not too confident in them, so. That, that means it's going to be Quincy Roche time, I'm sure. He'll be yeah. elevated from the practice squad. They're going to need another edge guy. You know, yeah. It's going to be a lot of Jihad Ward. And, and look, we've seen Thibodeau play more and more each week, so it's going to be a lot of Thibodeau and a lot of Jihad Ward. Yeah. Uh, is a, hey, if he can't go Sunday, that, that's a big hit the way I he's I was playing. just going to say, could you have imagined us no. saying, oh, my God, Zimenez no. isn't playing. Oh, that's a, that's a hit. Wow. Dude, dude. <laughs> if I would have said that back in the offseason, you know, people would have thought I was insane, you know. Yeah, but it, so. that's where we are, though. Zimenez yeah. not playing is actually a hit to this team, and on top of Ojolari not playing, um, yeah, that's uh, that that could make uh, things interesting. Yeah, yeah, because Zimenez, hey, Zimenez is second in the team in sacks and hits, <laughs> and that's what you go, that's what you might lose Sunday. And the way Dable was talking before, it sounds like you know um, he might not play. So. Um, and of course, Aziz, you know, man, what a shame. We expected so much out of him, and the injuries have kept him off the field. You yeah. know, injuries, it's a shame with Aziz, you know. Yeah. You know, so. Um, all right, so Jaguars offense, right? They have a very good running game. Um, you know, Lawrence is erratic, but what's what's the thing that concerns you the most? Is it the, the, the two running backs they have, or 
where if if you're the Giants coaching staff and you're you're the tank commander for the week, yeah. what are you focusing on? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to do something about that two-headed monster because yeah. ATN is really coming on now. Yeah. And Robinson's a good back, and they, they they're coming off a real good game running the ball. But you know what, Jerry, man, I was so worried last week too. And Lamar did his thing. I was worried about Dobbins more than uh, Drake, and Drake wound up killing him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, am I concerned about it? Yeah, no question about it. But dude, the way this team executes when they need to execute, what Wink has in store for an offense every week. Yeah, I'm concerned about it. But dude, I'm not that concerned about it. I still feel they'll do some other thing. I still feel they're going to get some turnovers. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to, uh, interceptions come in bunches. I think they're going to get another one this week, you know, yeah. uh, against Trevor Lawrence, who's, look, he's been, he's turned the ball over a lot, Lawrence. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so you stay, you know, the Giants' third down defense has been good. Their red zone defense has been real good. Um, and yeah, but, you know, you can't have uh, Etienne and Robinson destroy you, but, Hey, they rushed for 200 yards last week. The Ravens and Giants still come out on top. Still, still getting stops when they need. Still getting turnovers when they needed. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be. The, I'm sure that's gonna be the focus. You know. Um, hey, dude, uh, they got a tight end coming back this week. I was gonna I think say we're very familiar with. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's always the chance we get a deflection to interception. Oh, uh, angry fingers. Yeah, <laughs> or or he goes off mm. and you know in typical ex-giant fashion does well against us, but. Um, Those are the old uh, days, Jerry. Those are the old days. Yeah, that's right. That is. That's right, damn it. That's the old days. But uh, (laughs) it will be, uh, you know, if that game was at MetLife, I don't think Ingram gets um, anything on the big screen for for him, right? There's no, hey, welcome back, Evan Ingram. I think the Giants will be smarter than that. But we don't have to worry about that. Game's in Jacksonville. But it will be interesting to see. He's going to get targeted, though. You know Peterson's going to target him. Oh, sure. You know that, man. Oh, absolutely. He, He he wants him to get a touchdown. He wants him to have a huge game against the Giants. Um, but, um, you know, even, uh, even in the receiving game, like there, there are some weapons that, that the Jags have. They can, as you would say, do yeah. some things against oh, us. Yeah. This is, yeah. uh, I think Marvin Jones, I'm not quite sure Marvin Jones is going to play Sunday, but he's a, you know, he's a veteran. He's a solid guy. And Zay, yeah. I mean, Zay Jones has been a big surprise. Yep. He's leading the team in receptions, man. Yeah. You know, he's been a big surprise for me, the old Raider, man. Uh, Trevor Long seems to have a special thing going on with him. And, yep. um, you know, so, hey, look, I, I, I remember when Christian Kirk signed for $17 million a year in the offseason. I was yeah. the first one to go, what the hell? What? Christian mm-hmm. Kirk, 17? Are you guys out of your minds? Right. And Christian Kirk's been really good for them, too. So, yeah, uh, they got what? Look, they, they could do things offensively, man. And the offensive line's only give up like 10 sacks. Um, uh, so, Wink's got to, look. You have to have faith in Wink, bottom line. Wink comes up with something different every week. You know, last week in that third down play in the first series, when Wink stacked the middle of the line, and one guy was, I think one guy had his hand in the ground, and everybody was standing up. And Oh, when you said, I don't even know what the hell to call this. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that, that even is. And Wink wouldn't even reveal it. Wink just laughed this week, and Wink said that. Oh, I got a name for it, but I'm not going to say it. So who knows what the hell that Probably name is. Probably something cool and military. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but you know that was a big play. You know they they confused the Ravens on that play, and and, and Lamar got dropped for the loss, and they had a, they wound up punting, and, you know, and they were moving the ball at first series. So yeah, I, that's I what you honest. expect every week. Yeah, if I'm the I'm the opposing quarterback and I see that alignment, I I might crap my pants. I never saw that before. Well, either. it's something. It, it's here's the thing, man, about coaching. You know that's something they haven't shown on film yet. Yeah. So when you do that. You know Lamar's like, what the hell is that? You know, they they haven't seen it, dude. Right, right. And I was talking with Jalen Smith about that this week at his locker. And I said to him, I asked him, I said, Jalen, you know, tell me as a player, is it is it 
so interesting to come in every week. Yeah. So exciting, as you say, you know, that you your coordinator is going to have all kinds of stuff new for you. That you're like, wow. Is it at the point where you look forward to the first meeting of the week, game plan meeting, and say, okay, Wink comes in and say, okay, this is what we're going to, you know, through this week, we're going to show this, and we're going to, and during the week of practice. And he was like, yeah, it's great. He goes, it's, you never know what he's going to do. And, and he said it. He goes, and he's been around a while, Giannis. But he's, you know, he's like, we don't know what he's going to do. It's fun. He goes, it's fun because the stuff he comes up with. And he tell, and Jalen Smith told me, he goes, and there's a lot of stuff that he will come up during the week and it will scrap it. He goes, we won't even use it in the game, you know, uh, because of what's happening during the game, you know, or whatever yeah. might be doing, what they're showing and all that stuff. So, and that's what Wink gives you, bro. That's what Wink well, that was gives one you. of the things you preached in preseason. You're like, guys, yeah. don't get concerned with what they're showing on defense. It's nothing like what you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it really proved to be true. Yeah. I was just laughing. I was thinking about um, you went to Jalen Smith's locker and I could see you like, oh, Chris, Barkley and Jones are making themselves available. You're like, that's okay. Yeah. I'm talking to Smith and Love over here, guys. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jalen, actually, Jalen is a great dude, man. Well, no, you think. No, I mean, you know, come on. He's a great dude, <laughs> right. bro. You know, and, and, you know, obviously my boy Julian, you know, we were hugging the other day. I, I, look, I admit, I got a man question, Julian. I admitted it before. I was hugging yeah. Julian the other day. We were, talking, we, were talking, we were talking about the defense. I can't yeah. help myself, you know. I'm blaming you. Um, uh, matter of fact, a bunch of us were breaking Julian's chops about um, the next contract he's going to get and the way he's playing, the money he's playing himself into. And he was, and Julian was fooling around with us. Go, guys, it's been fun. Enjoy yourselves. I'll see you in about four years. And he was fooling around back with us, you know, and and because he's playing himself into a nice contract, dude. I don't think there's any question and about that. That's another fascinating aspect to this, Chris. I know there's some guys that can wait a year or so, but you're talking now at least Thomas and Lawrence will get long-term extensions, right? But then you're going to have to discuss, you know, obviously Jones and Barkley. What are you doing there? Yeah. Love. You know, um, it, it's amazing how when you're five and one, now it's, mm. oh, shit, we got to keep everybody. We got to figure out how to keep this together rather than, uh, we got to upgrade here. This guy stinks. Cut that guy. <laughs> so that's what's happening now. And it's, yeah, oh, man, we got yeah. to keep this nucleus together. Yeah, and, though, is- you know, look, Thomas – you know, guys like McKinney, Lawrence, they're ob- they're mm. a little more obvious, right? The, yeah. the big question mark is uh, is Jones and, and, and Barkley, obviously, but even Love, right? Like, why? how do you let mm. Julian Love walk away? Not only is he good at being at, at, at free safety, he does whatever they ask of the guy. He does anything. Yeah, and he's a great locker room guy. Right. He's a great character kid. Right. Dude, he's a guy you want on your roster, bro. Totally. And uh, Joe's got to make it happen, you know. Um you know, it was funny. I, I was with Shane the other day for a few seconds, and we talked a little bit that he had to walk off. But next time I grab Shane, I'm, don't think I'm not going to say, Joe, uh, we're keeping love here, right? <laughs> I was joking around because Joe Shane is a very personal dude, man. You can fool around him like that, you know? Yeah. He doesn't have that get him and walking by you. Hey, kids. And he keeps walking, you know, like he's afraid yeah. of the game. Uh, Shane actually stops. He'll bullshit with you, you know? Yeah. And, and he's, a, he's a great dude, man. He's a personable dude. And you know, you know me, Jerry, being a New York guy. You know, as soon as I see your personal dude, I'm gonna break your chops about something. Yeah, so, right. I'm, so I'll bring it up to Shane, <laughs> fooling around, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, like you said, dude, he's a guy you want in this locker room. You know, he's a guy who plays. He's so versatile. What he, what they want him to do, and he's a pretty good football player, bro. You know, he's a good football player. You know. So, so if you have one thing to say to Shane, is it, hey, <laughs> you're gonna extend love, or uh, you're looking at that Notre Dame tight end? Which, which, which what are the two are you saying? <laughs> If you only got one, I don't know. You know, speaking of tight ends, Jerry, just a quick little story. Um, Daniel Bellinger, we all love the progress of this young man, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Love it. Dable was riding him hard, man. Riding him hard. 
I know that sounds a little funny, but you know what I'm getting at. Sure. You know, for you dirty mind people, please get right. it out of your head. Right. Training camp, and it's really paying off. You know, Dable is a tight ends coach, man. He knows what it takes, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And Bellinger's turned into something. Yes. I, should I say special yet, Jay? Or just a really he's good ahead, football way player? ahead of schedule in my eyes. Right. Way I mean, ahead of schedule. He's a red zone target. He's blocking. Yeah. Yep. Right? Jones really trusts him. He, mm-hmm. They're scheming him up. They're scheming him up well. So just a quick story, Jay. I, I, I talked to Daniel a lot, Bellinger, Danny Bellinger a lot. And out of curiosity, I said, hey, Dan, I said, you ever have a guy named Mark Bavaro played over here? You know? Yeah. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I did. He goes, I've been reading about him. And, you know, he goes, he goes, man, you know, he goes, I would, I would love to pick his brain one day. I, I'd love to talk to him. I said, you know, I go, oh, really? I said, I'll tell you what, Dan, I'll make that happen for you. And he's like, I would love it. Thank you. You know, Chris, I appreciate it, you know. So being Bavaro, the fellow Paisan, we all Good love Mark, right? Great guy. Yeah. And Mark, Mark was on the show. For people who don't know, Mark was on the podcast with me and Jerry about a year ago, whatever it was. And Mark is the type of guy who's a little different, but when he opens up to you, and he did with us, Jerry, right? Yeah. He's a funny guy. He's a great dude. Um, and Mark was one of the giant, uh, probably the best tight end, one of the best tight ends this franchise has ever had. We know that. Yeah. Super Bowl winner. And I text him, Jerry. Yeah. I said, hey, Mark, you know, um, got a young tight end here. You know, he goes, and he texts back. He goes, Chris, I haven't really seen him yet. Um, but t- give him my number. Hmm. I'll be happy to talk to him. Uh, so Mark Bavaro, fan, I, look, all Giant fans, for the ones that remember Mark, we all loved him. For the new guys who didn't know Mark, I know you all know about him. He, maybe if you didn't see him play and all that, but you all know about him. He's one of the most beloved figures this organization has ever had. Uh, even Bill Parcells was afraid of him. Even Bill Parcells wouldn't mess with him because Bavaro, he was afraid Bavaro was going to snap his neck. Yep. He's one of the toughest guys ever to play this game, one of the toughest giants ever to play this game. And he called the uh, 49ers effing you-know-what on our podcast. Yeah, I couldn't believe that, dude. I couldn't um, believe that. I'm yeah. not going to get into it. It starts with a P word, folks. <laughs> you know, I, know, I know a lot of young people listen to this podcast. I try to watch my mouth. That's right. Dr. Um, Fox's kid listens, right. <laughs> right. Dr. Fox, I'm sorry, Doc. I'm clean. If you notice, Doc, I'm cleaning up my mouth. Um, but Bavaro, dude, yeah. text me right back. T- give him my number, Chris. Tell him about it. he could call me any time. We'll we'll talk football. We'll talk. So I thought that was great on Mark's part, bro. You know. All right. So I'm gonna I'll, <clears> let, me, let me I'm gonna point this out. So you cover the team. Put a lot of stuff on Twitter for everyone. <laughs> Council Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Negotiate with Shane about Julian Love. Council Aaron Robinson too. Okay. Council Aaron Robinson. <laughs> okay. And now you're hooking up the greatest tight end in Giants history with right. our future star. I mean, Chris. Yeah. Talk about above and beyond, buddy. This is uh, it's not oh it's not just about writing articles, Foley. Okay, right. it's much more than that. All right, it's not about tweets. It's making the Giants better. Yeah. So hey, look, shout out to Bavaro. Bavaro is a great freaking dude, and, yeah. and I, I I fooled around with Bavaro. So I know he's not a paisan like us. I said, but Bellinger's a great kid. I know him, Mark. You're gonna love this kid. And he was just like, yo, give him my number, Chris. Tell him he could call me any time. We'll talk football. So. Um, that's great, dude. You gotta love Bavaro for that, because you know Mark. Mark can be a little different. You know, Mark can be a little standoffish at times. You know, and but, uh, uh, but... I'll tell you what, though. In all honesty, Chris, of all the guys we've had on, he is the most responsive when shooting a text over. One of the most. I mean, he's just, absolutely. He is such a nice guy. That's what makes yeah. it easy. That's what makes it more fun for us when we meet these guys. Most of them have been just awesome. But you know, Mark Bavaro is texting Jerry Foley, Chris yeah. Bizignano back. It's like. Wow. All right. Didn't see that coming. And, and and to do that for a kid like that, 
Um, good job by you there, man. Really, in all honesty, good job by you. And what a what a class act Bavaro is, dude. That's yeah. great. And Jerry, speaking of nice guys and character guys, okay. The other day, I'm in the locker room. Chris, hang on. Let's start yeah. with that after this break, guys. Hang on one second. We're going to take a break and be right back. And we're back. All right, Chris, go ahead. So I'm in the locker room. You know, we're talking to Wanda Robinson. We're going over here. I just mentioned the Bellinger story and you know and Thibodeau and you know even uh, you know um, uh, Joshua Zidio and all these young guys, the draft class. I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I, you know, it hit me in the locker room, and it hit somebody else too. Um, I'm thinking about. It, I said, man, you know, this draft class of Joe Shane. Not only are they contributing on the field, right, mm-hmm. but they're really high character kids, man. They're good, good guys, man. They're mm-hmm. good guys that want to keep learning. They want to keep getting better. Nice dudes. Even Thibodeau. Thibodeau could be a little, you know, a little funny yeah, at times. Little. But yeah. every time, every time you, you if you're one on one with Kayvon and you start talking like that. It, He'll always talk. He might keep walking after a few seconds. He might have another interest, but it's not like he's just blowing you off. You know, he's always... And uh, Wandell, like I said, um, and and the Dane Belton's. Just good dudes, bro. So Kim Jones came up to me. I mean, I was thinking about it. She must have picked up my brainwave somehow. And Kim Jones, the former NFL Network reporter, uh, says, she goes, Chris, is it me or this draft class that change draft class are just nice, nice dudes. And I was like, Kim, I was thinking the same thing. Five minutes before you came over here, how he like they, they seem to be real good locker room guys, real good people, you know, yeah. Jerry, yeah. and kids that look like not walking around like you know, hey, I got this figured out, none of that crap, you know, that they, they that want to learn yeah. and want to get better. And you when you talk to veterans. When you talk to some of the veterans, even McKinney, and I know McKinney's three years in the league, but he's like borderline that veteran now. You know, he's you know what I mean. He's getting close to it. He's been through a couple of losing seasons, and you talk to some other guys uh, like the Jalen Smith, who's been around a while. You know, in this mm-hmm. league, when you're around four years in this league, that's like been around a while in a while now. You know, yeah, sure. And he's got what six or seven, whatever it is for Jalen. Um, and they all say the same thing. Yeah, this rookie, this rookie, uh, these rookies. They get it, man. They want to learn. These kids, they're good kids. You know, they're good guys, man. They want to learn. And trust me, dude, I've been in a locker room now for years. Uh, I was going to say the one, the, the mm. one example you gave years ago, yeah. and some people jumped on you on Twitter about it, and it, wow, was it prophetic, mm-hmm. was DeAndre Baker. I'll say it. Yeah. DeAndre Baker. Yeah. I mean, look, there's been kids in the past. Uh, that, that's one example where veterans. And there were kid- other, other safeties who were trying to get in the right path and it wasn't working. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. Absolutely, man. There was a couple of veterans when we talk, when I talk about them, they roll their eyes, man. They yep. roll their eyes. Yep. And, and, and hey, look, folks, that, that's the truth. And I think it kind of, you know, kind of <laughs> worked that way out, right? I mean, with DeAndre, he's not in a league. Completely manifested. He's not even absolutely. in a league anymore. You know, nope. even Andy Reid gave him a shot and he can't, you know, he's gone. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, uh, I don't wish any bad things on a kid. I'm just telling no, you the right, way it went down. I'm just you telling saw you the, it when it was there, and, and, and I had two veterans, right? You know, respected me, veterans, respected veterans, and they were like, "Yo, this kid doesn't get it." Or one guy was like, "Just rolled his eyes," yeah. and I was like, "Thank you, I got my answer." You know, and he just yeah, laughed. Yeah. So the point, the point I'm making is that you know we got some guys here, veterans, you know, been around a little bit. And they speak so well of this rookie class. And I think that's a, you know, you could give kudos to Joe Shane and his scouts yeah. for doing their homework. Mm-hmm. 
doing their homework. Yep. Background, you know, and you're not going to hit it. You know, something might happen down on golf a bit. Yeah. But, dude, you got to like, besides what they're producing on the field, and Evan Neal, another great. Matter of fact, you're going to see the Evan Neal, Evan Neal interviews coming up for the next Insider. Okay, Evan Neal. Oh, nice, nice. Real, wow, that's a good one. Yeah, Evan Neal, another great young man. I forgot yeah. about Evan. Holy crap. You know, what an idiot I am. I forgot about him. No, another we all do great. because he's so quiet. He's so yeah. quiet. Yeah, another yeah. great dude. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Alabama kid we all know. Nick Saban. <laughs> Pretty funny, Jerry. When I asked him about what was the difference between Saban and Dable, you know, he just laughed. I'll give you that answer to the insider. But, yeah. uh, as, you know, Saban could be that miserable. <laughs> Neil didn't yeah. want to tell me that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you could tell the difference. Uh, anyway, um, um, just so I think that's a real, like I said, kudos to Joe Shane. And his scout and his scouts um, for doing the background checks, you know, because it seems like besides a productive rookie group, a very high character rookie group. Now, I hope I didn't give the kiss of death anybody. Somebody goes out to some stupid nightclub or something this week. But I'm just telling you what I see. I'm not the only one who sees it. Veterans see it. Senior reporters see it and all that. So I just wanted to point that out to everybody. Some I brought up in the Insider last week in my, uh, like the post-game column I wrote. And I should have brought it up on the podcast. Talk about research and talk about nailing it, right? Dable asked Thibodeau, what are you going to do if you go five games without a sack? How are you going to react to that? Media's going to ask you about it. Mm-hmm. And he gave a pretty good answer. But I thought it was very ironic that in his fourth game as a pro, because it wasn't really his start of the Dallas game, yes. his fourth game he made his biggest impact. And it's, yeah. it's not really a question he has to answer now. But I thought that was like, wow, like to, to have that type of insight where – could very well he didn't go a game, didn't go last week and make that play, and then he's in right. his fifth game this week, right. and he's going to get asked those questions. So you talk about like preparation and coming up with scenarios, <laughs> like, dude, what are you a prophet? Yeah. Like that's pretty. Yeah. You nailed very, it. Very Dave. smart, very smart coaching staff, bro. Yeah, Joe, Jerry, being around these guys, man, just yeah. a very smart coaching. Hey, look, you, you know, you know, Dable's ex and Thibodeau. Hey, I was fooling around with McKinney the other day. I said to McKinney. Uh, in an interview uh, uh, at his locker while, while yeah. he was doing it. I was fooling around. I said, hey, Love got one. Uh, you know, are you yeah, itching right. to get your first? You know, and yeah. I, was fool- I was fooling around with him, basically. And he was. He goes, yeah, well, yeah. He goes, we'll get him, you know, this and that. But yeah, I can see the look in his eyes when he answered me. Like, yeah, I got to get one soon. You know, like, I want to get yeah. one real soon, you know? Yeah. That's the way these guys are, you know? You know, McKinney had, what, five last year? And five. He, does, he, he doesn't have... A- he doesn't he have one yet this to, year. He had a return against the Raiders. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have one. He know he's itching to get that first one. Trust me. You know, he's playing a lot of that deep half during the game at times. And, you know, that's what he did last year. And he had five. And, uh, you know, teams aren't taking as many shots so far as it was. But it's going to come. It's going to come. You might see it come this week, you know, uh, against Trevor Lawrence, you know. so Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, Giants have the ball, right? Uh, defensively, yeah. uh, Trevon Walker, we're going to see, and Trevon yeah, Walker's going to, yeah. you know, going against probably Evan Neal a lot, yeah. uh, which is ironic because Evan Neal, I think you pointed it out, was in play for a while uh, with the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. They went with Walker, uh, good choice by them as well. Sure. I really couldn't yeah. go wrong with any of these guys, it no. seems right now. The way any <laughs> of these guys, you know, and I throw um, uh, Sauce Gardner in there as well. Oh, he could have yeah. been the number one. It would have been a great pick, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So much talent at the top of this draft. Uh, but, um, you know, what the Jags bring to the table, Chris, mm. um, you know, secondary, front seven. Uh, where do you see the Giants having more success this week? Yeah, yeah. well, they could, you know, look, their back end struggling a little bit in coverage. You know, um, they're struggling in third down, red zone too. Yeah. But they have some active guys up front. Look, the rookie Devin Lloyd, who a lot of people loved. Yes. 
coming out. A lot of people had him as a top linebacker, you know, a top three, top two. I, I, I liked him. I wasn't as crazy about him, but he's proven me wrong, bro, because he's, he's been really – he's been good for them too. He's been real active. Yeah. Javon Walker, you know, he's got one sack, a couple pressures, but you could you could just see it, dude. You know, he's a solid player. And Josh Allen, look, the guy that most people thought the Giants were going to draft years ago when they went with Daniel, right? Um, and then Coughlin ran to the podium and drafted Josh Allen. Um, he's he's having his best year out of his four campaigns. He's having his best year, man. He leads the yeah. team in sacks, quarterback hits. He's he's all over the place out there. You know, and Andrew Thomas is like a little bit of a rematch. You know, the old Alabama-Kentucky rematch with him this week. You know, so that's yeah. going to be key. Look, Evan Neal and Andrew, who's going to play. You know, Andrew will be fine. He had a little elbow issue going on this week. But he's going to play. Um, that's going to be a key to this game, too. You know, if Daniel, when Daniel has to drop back, make sure these two guys – you know, are not all over it. Daniel, you know. Um, yeah. So th- that's definitely going to be one of the keys to the game. Um, they're, they're pretty good against the run. They got uh, Olaquan. Olaquan is one of the best linebackers in the game. He led the league in tackles last year. He's leading the league in tackles a second, whatever he is, in the league again this year, the, old, the former Falcon. He's real good, man. He's all over the field. But we feel like he could get him, and maybe he's a little bit in that back end. But, you know, the Giants are not deeper receiver, you know. I'm hoping I'm a week off. Maybe this will be the week Slayton does some things, Jerry, you know. I'll, and then, you know, and then some other thing. you know, Mike Kafka has to get very creative again. There's just not a lot of, there's just not enough talent on a receiver position to really hurt a team in the passing game, you know. So, so everyone's asking about trading for more, right? That seems to be the... Um, the, the popular question, like he has a lot of cap money guys next year that he's going to be owed. Right. So I know there were a lot of questions and I, we appreciate all the questions you guys are firing off a million of them now. So thank you. And I know that has to do with the fact that the giants are five and one, but hmm. it just seems like, look, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. If the giants are seven and three right before the trade deadline, are they going to make a move or whatever the, whatever the record is right before that November 1st, right. are they going to make a move? And, if they do, it's going to be, I think it's going to be more of a, you know, like somebody on their rookie deal. I know people are bringing up Jerry Judy. I mean, I'll tell you right now, Chris, I would do that move tomorrow. I give you a third round pick for Jerry Judy. I would not care. And then that's a little high, yeah. but I just think that's the type of talent he is. Yeah. If he's in, you know, give, <laughs> I give agree me, with you now, bro. <laughs> yeah, give me Dable and Kafka's mind with Jerry Ooh. Judy, Ooh. please. Ooh. I'll do it now. Third round, I'll give you. Right. And and future considerations, even I would even I'd go further. Right. Um, but it's going to be someone like that. It's going to be someone on the rookie deal. It's not going to be a lot of money. Um, you know, we keep saying Denzel Mims. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's going to be somebody like that. But oh, I, I just mentioned that. No, no, yeah, I, that's I, I not out yeah, there. No, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But it, it makes sense because he's, you know, he's disgruntled. Um, hey, you're going to see him this week. <laughs> I know Robert Sala said he's playing this week because yeah, Elijah right. Moore is not playing, you know. Right. That's right. Another, uh, not that Moore, the, the Carolina Moore. Sorry. Oh, DJ um, Moore. <laughs> right. Oh, oh right. okay. okay. Right, right. He's yeah, but he, oh, he's got a big contract. Right? That's what I mean. And everybody's yeah, asking about that, yeah, but it's like, guys, yeah, we got to, no, no. we just talked about, it. we got to sign like f- five, six guys over the next two years. I don't know if we can add that to, you Jerry, know, this, this uh, salary cap. So Jerry, look, like, like I said a little while ago, Joe Sheen and Brian Dable are real smart. Yeah. I, I understand they're five or one, but this is still a rebuilding mode, sure. bro. Right. Now, that being said, if you could add a guy on a rookie deal. Right. That, because, hey, look, let's face it, the Giants are heading for the playoffs. Unless they fall off the cliff starting this week, you have to talk playoffs. Unbelievable. But at the same time, Jerry, they're not going to mortgage no future. Nothing. Because yeah. Joe Sheen is very sharp. They, they're not... 
Look, they're not getting misled by this start. Okay? They know there's a lot of holes in this team. I'm telling you. Would you give now, a third for they, Judy, though? Would you give a third I would for do Judy? That. Yes, I yeah. agree with okay. you. Yes, I would yeah. do that. I would do that. Yeah. I would. Now, I don't know if that's even going to be in play. And now the Elijah Moore from the Jets thing. Robert Sala came out and said this morning, we're not trading Elijah Moore. Everybody has to settle down. Well, I, you know, I know. I, and, Jerry, let me ask you this, too, dude. I know a lot, a lot of Elijah Moore talks are going on now, too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you might be on the block. He's a rookie deal. You know, the whole deal. Dude, would you really want to trade no. for a guy? Sorry. When you're 4-2, and two, no. and this is the shit, uh, this is the stuff, the crap he's starting? No, no. I don't need that in my locker room. Do we need for my that? Rookie, for my rookie head coach who's killing it in every aspect. Wins with the players, everything. I don't need to add Elijah, the Elijah Moore question mark and the, the possible turmoil that brings. Absolutely uh, not. Jamie, no. I, I just put on Twitter a little while ago, you know, to talk about, and I was like, what a damn shame that Robert Sala has these guys off to a great start. The Jets 4-2, and two, and he's right. got to deal with this nonsense this right. week? Right. Because some guy's not getting targeted enough on a 4-2 and two team? Right. Yeah. So, Forget it. look, Forget I it. heard a lot of great things about Elijah Ball, but he came out rookie year. I didn't mm. hear anything about his, you know, his kid's a problem. But I'm staying away from a kid that's causing this turmoil. No way. When, when, you're up, when you have a 4-2 and two record and things are going great in Jets' world. I, I don't get it. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, would they make a move to try to improve this roster receiver-wise? If it's the right deal, rookie deal, all that stuff. Yeah, I can see Joe Shane doing that. But is Joe Shane going to try to make some big splash type deal like the 49ers just did, giving up draft picks and all that stuff for a guy that's you know going to be a nice cap hit? I just don't see that because Joe Shane and Brian Dable are still in rebuild mode where we have to do a lot of things in the future to make this a Super Bowl contender. And, and, and I know they're 5-1, and one, but... They have that in their mind. They're not getting fooled by this 5-1 record. They're doing a great job. They they deserve to be 5-1. Don't get me wrong, dude. But they're not getting misled by this 5-1. Am I making myself clear on that, Jerry? I don't want to make it sound like these guys are like, oh, yeah, we're 5-1, we suck. I'm not saying that. You get what I'm saying, Jerry? Am I making myself clear what I'm saying? Okay. thousand percent that... You can't get blinded by the record. Like, you are what your record says you are, but you got to look at this roster. You went into the season, and you went into all this saying, all right, we have holes here, 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 and here. Yeah. We've masked it pretty well, but we still need a lot of an influx of talent in a lot of spots. But, like we said, if you can get a Jerry Judy type, or, okay, if you can get Jerry Judy for a third rounder, it's not going to mortgage the future. You can't make a trade that like the Niners just did. That's win now. That's a win-now trade, yeah. Right. If you can do that, and I think it's, by the way, I think it's great for both sides. I think it's, a, I think it's an incredible trade. I, I love that move by the 49ers. I do. Oh. Uh, Jerry, yeah. And Joe Shane is not Dave Gettleman. He's like, when he senses this is his last year, I got to do right. something splashy to right. save my butt. No, Joe Shane's going to be here a long time. Hopefully. Or, what yeah, Jerry so. Reese, or what Jerry Reese did in 2016 where he said, here's $100 million. Give me Olivier Vernon, mm-hmm. Snacks Harrison, right. and Janoris Jenkins. Okay, we'll make the yeah. playoffs one year, and we're going to suck the next four. Right. So no. they're going to approach this in a very smart manner, okay, yeah. where if they could improve this team because, hey, listen, hey, look, you know, the Giants right now are on a playoff path, okay? Yeah, yeah. Sundays, the next few Sundays will dictate a little bit more. Even if they go into the bye of five and three, Jerry, right. they're still oh yeah, on a playoff path. 
Agree. That's so I think Joe will do something to try to improve. Look, if the right deal comes along for a receiver, we all know they need a receiver, okay? Yep, yep. Um, if the right thing comes along, that makes sense for both teams. Like like just happened basically for Carolina. They, they were in a rebuild mode, so they, they just stockpiled some draft picks. The 49ers are in that window, so they, they went for it. You know, that's what they're doing. Kyle Shanahan, I don't blame them, and John Lynch. Um, so that's what it's going to have to be. Something like that where, you know, it makes sense, but you're not mortgaging you know, the future, dude. You know, you're not trading draft picks and all that stuff. And you're not taking on a contract that's going to be a $12 million hit next year, you know? Right. Like you right. just said, Jerry, you know, there's a couple of guys here that got to make decisions. Saquon, right. Daniel. Uh, who's the other one, Jerry? Um, oh, Love, Lawrence. a kid like Julian eventually, Love. Eventually Dexter Lawrence. And Dexter a year down the road. Andrew, Andrew hey, Thomas dude. eventually. Hey, dude. What's not the, Look, Dexter's got a 50-year option, right? Yeah. But, Jerry, what's not to say they extend him early. before mm-hmm. next season? You lower the cap number for 2023, and you backload a little bit down the road because they love Dexter. The kid's like a pro bowl this year, bro. Come on. Andrew, you know, Andrew so. Thomas, too. Oh, and, and, and then, obviously, down the road, Andrew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, I was going to say, dude, how happy are you if you're Christian McCaffrey? I mean, you got to be like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I'm yeah. all of a sudden relevant, and I'm going to a team that's going for it. Adam, is a critical mm-hmm. piece. You just had to deal with Matt Rule, and now you have a real offensive court, a real offensive mind. Like, wow, that's uh, – that's, um, it's a hell of a spot for him. Hey, Jerry, I just want to point out another unit on his team. Yeah. Um, not to sidetrack too much, but, you know, mm-hmm. a unit that, listen, they caught some heat beginning of the year. That's the special teams, McGahee's crew, okay? Yeah. Yep. They've gotten better. Yeah. They've gotten better. I mean, Brywell really really gave him a punch in the arm last week with that mm-hmm. return. Um, the coverage mistakes a little bit, you know. Um, begin, look, the preseason was a big worry. I told people, listen, don't worry about preseason, you know. That leaked into the regular season, and I started saying, yeah, you can start worrying now because they're giving up huge – but you notice how that unit is getting tightened up now. You notice? Yep. And Brightwell, who I thought maybe they would start looking at maybe making a little change there, he comes up and gives him a big shot in the arm last week. Uh, McGay, he was really pleased with the unit. He says, we're getting better. Yeah. Um, McGay's units have always been pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're tightening they're – tight, they're getting that stuff tightened up there, Jerry, uh, the specialty. I just wanted to point that because – not because I love uh, look, I love McGay. He's a great. I, I like him as a person. I like him as a coach. I'm glad to see his unit, you know, you know, settling down a little. Yeah, bit you now. don't want yeah. him to be the weak link in all this goodwill, like yeah. Martindale's unit and, and Kafka's unit and Dable. The job Dable's done. You don't want McGahey to be the weak link. So it's nice yeah. that they're they're kind of coming along. And, and Jamie Gillen's been excellent, dude. Yes, he for is. the most part, he's been yes. he's been really good. Yeah, you know? I would like to see him directional more but it doesn't yeah. seem like he's that kind of kicker so yeah well um, yeah 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 you know he's you know he's getting some inside the 20 last week you like to see yeah. you know yeah. like you said you like to see him sometimes not so much down that middle right you want to see him a little bit outside those hashes right. yeah for the most part he's been he's been really good um all right guys we're gonna take a break and be right back after this with your questions hang on one second and we're back. Dude, these podcasts go by so fast when we're winning. It's like, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, oh, my God, we got to get the questions. Um, anything else you want to touch on with the roster, with the organization, and Notre, former Notre Dame, former Golden Domers, anything you want, Chris? Is there anything else you want to want to hit no, on before no, we get just, the questions? No, no, just, you know, so, I, look, I, I expect a real close one again in Jacksonville. Um, and we'll see, you know, who could make a big plays at the end. Maybe a last-second field goal. You know, hopefully it comes down to his leg and – Hey, they got two late turnovers last week. Yeah. Might have to do it again this week. Or at least get a few doing in the game, set them up, yep. set up the offense. Uh, and it's going to be, real, I, as usual, I say it comes down to the fourth quarter. So. I agree. We'll get to the pick. We'll get to that pick, too. I think we're kind of thinking along the same, way, same wavelength. Um, 
All right, dude. Guys, thanks for the questions again. Um, you know, I send that out in the morning, and, and you guys really fire off a ton of them. We really appreciate it. And if we don't get to them, a lot of times we've already covered it. You know, obviously with the trades, um, that's a lot of the questions here they're going to trade for. So, but just uh, keep them coming each week. We really appreciate it. We'll start off with Daryl at Daryl Legend. I'm sorry. No, I read that wrong. I got my glasses on. Daryl at Daryl Legrand. If the Giants beat the Jags, what's going to be the national media excuse next? Uh, they're running out. Well, look, I, yeah, I think the, I think the to give them a little credit, uh, not that they mean anything, but the power rankings are reflecting that people are starting to believe in the Giants. I mean, they're as high as five. They're in the top ten now. So I think the national media has kind of caught up here and said, you know what, maybe the we, we misjudge this team like everybody else. So um, Lisa at So Bad Six. Hey, guys, there's been a strong back and forth between Barkley and Odell. Like they're looking forward to the reunion. Odell calling Barkley teammate. Do you think there could be any truth to this? Would be interested <laughs> in your thoughts, Chris. I don't think so. I think they're having fun with everybody. Yeah. I think Odell's having fun with everybody. You know, uh, you know Odell. He likes to play. That, he likes to play. He likes to send out these tweets to get people thinking and people talking. Yeah. I don't see anything in it. No. I think Odell wants to go to a, you know, playoff, uh, a Super Bowl contending team and all that stuff. Speaking of another Golden Domer, Adrian Matchin chimes in uh, at Adrian56. Would there be interest in Claypool? Is he worth a third, Chris? Uh-uh. That's a tough one, man. You know what I mean? I would probably give up that third for Claypool. But he's a, he's a number two Claypool. I think he's, he's not really a one. Well, he'd be our. But he'd be the Giants number star. one. He'll be the Giants number one. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, that's a close one, man. Um, I, I would probably do that, though. Yeah, I probably would. Who would you rather have, Judy or Claypool? Uh, probably Judy. Yeah, same. But I would, too. I would do it. Uh, Josh Stanton at J. Stanton 22. Jerry Chris, which is most likely to happen. We beat the Jags, and Joe goes all in at the trade deadline and snags a receiver. Aziz, Tibbs, Big Cat, and Dex all get sacked, but we'll take Aziz out because he's not playing. Or three, we continue to win but mysteriously become even more of an underdog each week. Hashtag best pod in Giants nation. Uh, Look, I think it's going to be three. I think even if they win this week, they're not going to be the favorite going into Seattle. So I'm going to go with the third scenario there. Um, I could see the other two happening, but yeah, look, I mean, I don't know when the Giants, the Giants will be favored next when they play Houston, probably at home. Um, I don't think they'll be favored in Seattle, even if they win this week. So yeah, uh, you said it well, bro. All right. Mecca of NYG. Great job as always on another victory pod. Do we have an update on Shane Lemieux? Has Bredesen done enough also to keep starting if, and when Shane returns, Chris? Yeah, I think he has. I think he has. I mean, Lemieux's getting close. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he's, 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 uh, moving around pretty, uh, starting to move around pretty good. Another guy too, I expect to be real soon. Nick Gates. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nick, Gates, he expects to be active. He's, he's moving, he's practicing well. I think he has the next Wednesday to be either activated or eye off for the season. I expect Gates, right. And I expect Gates to start working his way in at center as this season moves along. I really don't. So- you just answered seven questions pretty much with that one. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> did I? Yeah. That's fine. The other guy, Anthony Verdicchio, the Paisan, is asking about is, is Ellerson Smith close to returning? If so, what do you think he could bring to the table with this rotation at D-end? Yeah. Um, well, he's added a boot. I don't know if he's close to returning. I haven't heard anything about him being at 21-day window yet. 
Mm. Uh, so I'm not going to say he's close, but he is. I see him all the time. He is out of the boot walking around. He's still walking with a limp, though, man. I don't think he's going to be close. And, you know, I just don't see with him this year, you know, when everybody's healthy. Yeah. That rotation's kind of set. You know, Zimenez will be back soon if he doesn't play Sunday. Aziz hopefully be back real soon. I, I just don't see the reps for Ellison. No, I don't. Yep. Uh, Ramesh Chandra doesn't have a question. Just says it's great to be five and one, and always looking forward to the podcast. Thanks, Ramesh. Appreciate that, bud. Uh, Nico Reeson or Rison. Uh, Chris, from what you see, who are the players other teammates gravitate towards to the most, aside from maybe the guys wearing the C's on their chest? Um, is there a, a kind of unspoken? Probably you had Ward. Okay. Oh, does he have a seat? No, no. Jihad Ward. He doesn't. Uh, well, Barkley, uh, X, they got the C's. Yeah. Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Um, gravitate towards, I would say, probably Jihad Ward a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, probably go with him. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. New York sports fan, 199. Chris and Jerry, you're getting dinner with Shane and Dable. What are you going to order for the table? And what are you guys going to talk about? <laughs> what am I going to order for the table? I don't know. Well, look, <laughs> if we go to an Italian restaurant, I'll, I'll defer to Chris. If we go to a steakhouse, I think I'm confident enough that I could, if I had yeah. to order, I'd pull yeah. that off. Yeah, that's what are you all. Gonna t- yeah, that's all. Whatever that's they want. Easy. Yeah, pretty easy. Whatever they want to. Whatever, whatever restaurant they want to go to. Um, but as far as talking about, I would just yeah, pay sure. their meal because they deserve it to be paid right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Look, I think probably if that happened now, probably talk about Daniel Jones. You know, yeah. you know, where are we with Daniel? You know, what do you yeah. think about Daniel? Yeah. And I kind of have an idea a little bit. So, you know, but as far as future, you know, all that stuff, and um, you know. Uh, by Daniel, and, and as far as the vision, you know, with, you know, where they feel they have to upgrade and all that, which we kind of have an idea, but yeah, um, yeah, stuff like that, just stuff like that. Probably Daniel would be the number one topic, though. And the other, I guess, one A would be, guys, how much do you value the running back position when you're running back <laughs> to Saquon Barkley? <laughs> kind of get a feel of that, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good stuff. Good question, um, Jerry Judy question. Uh, Kyle Johnson chimes in with Elijah Moore. Kyle Johnson not talking too much about the Yanks these days. <laughs> yeah, not yet, right? Uh, Although he did predict they were going to lose, though. I give Kyle He that. did, he did. Yeah. yeah, he totally did. Yeah, and he's right. They're going to lose. Um, Chris and I talked for about an hour before about the Yankees. I called him. I wanted to get his thoughts on the stupidity that the Yankees are uttering today about exit velocity and how they're embarrassing themselves. <laughs> Don't forget the roofs. Yeah, right. The roof, yeah, the roof and the, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> yeah, all that, everything. Good job, Yankees. You're now the Dallas Cowboys. You are a commercialized fraud. I said it. Wow. Yeah, good. Oh, fully. That's come on. You know what? I can talk about my own. I'm a Yankee fan. I'll say it. <laughs> You're a fraud. You're the Cowboys. Whoa. You're Whoa. nothing. There you go. My, they could still win this series. No, nah, not a sh- they'll, they'll they'll make it cute at the Bronx with their 200 foot right field. And oh. then they go back to Houston, and they'll lose. So there you go. Foley dropping bombs on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. i got to be honest. If I'm not honest, I'm nothing, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, let's see. We'll do a few more, then we'll get the picks. Like Bruce said it and trapped. The honesty yes. will set me free. Yes. Nice. Look at you. Good job. Wow. Quoting Bruce. Nice. And trapped. That's uh, 
Wow. A little more obscure. I like those. I like those. Uh, the low key songs, dude. I like that people don't talk about when they talk about their bands. You know. Funny you should say that, because Jay at Denver Man Twenty Eight asks two yeah. questions. One. Why do my Broncos stink? No, yeah. Have I you seen, seen a large increase in subscription slash pod listeners since the Giants started winning? Uh, pod listeners, yes, thank you all. Subscriptions, um, unknown, <laughs> unknown, but. Um, holding. I mean, we're a newspaper, right? So thank you for those who subscribe. And my advice, by, by the way, guys, if, if you're going to subscribe, do, definitely do the Magster because you'll get it that day. You know, with um, sometimes with the mail, it takes a little longer. So definitely go through Magster if you do that. But um, the second part of that question, hmm. best under the radar Zeppelin tune. He has the Rover or Wanton song. <laughs> On a what? The wonton song? Yeah. W A N T O N. This guy's song. a. I can see this guy's a big physical graffiti. Uh, yes. Guy. Uh, so what's a what's yeah, a good know. under the radar besides Chris? Hey hey, what can I do? What is oh, a good under the radar song? Um, <laughs> Zeppelin song. Uh, thank you. Hmm. That is a good one. Yes. That's damn good. See the thing with Zeppelin is that. It's, it's almost you're also like, talking to a guy who thinks Boogie Woods Stew is a great song too, so you're talking to the wrong guy. But uh, yeah, right. thank you. That's a little. That's a little. I like that. Yeah. I, that's the way. That's the way. Zep three. Another one for me. <laughs> I'm going to give you one where you're going to shake your head. I'll give you another no, one. You're no, gonna no, shake no, your head. no, 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 no. You shook your head at hey, what can I do? Well, you're yeah, gonna yeah. Shake. Hey, I got to shake. You're going to shake, you. shake your head at this one. Go ahead. Tangerine. Well, I like Tangerine, dude. Oh, okay, good. All right. Reminds you of the movie too. Almost famous. Nice. But, uh, yes. Um, yeah, I like. No, no, dude. No, no. I, no, I, I'm with you on that one, bro. All right. I like. Tangerine. I'm gonna go Tangerine. That was a good one, but uh, thank you though. With Zeppelin though, there's so many songs. It's like I don't consider that many under the radar just because I you know so many of them. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Um, but I go Tangerine. Nice. Um, let's see. EJ Junior. at Buzzsaw EJ asks: With Tay struggling, could we see Micah introduced more? Did a nice job of gap filling versus Tennessee. Seems like we need more discipline in the run, D. Thanks. Love the pod. Do you necessarily think Tay's struggling, Chris? Um, Tay's Tay. You know, he, he had that good game a couple weeks ago. And, yeah. you know, and then Tay's Tay. You, you, we all know what Crowder's going to bring to the table. I, yeah. I don't consider him. Look, it, there's been some games where he's been, oh, come on, dude. What are you doing? And then, he's, then he'll turn around and have a real good one like he did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, look, McFadden gets a few snaps. I don't see him taking. Crowd of snaps, though. No. All right, we'll go three more. Al Nags asks, is Galladay really hurt, or is he sitting out because he's disgruntled? Hashtag number one podcast, <laughs> hashtag big blue. No, he's hurt. Galladay's okay. hurt. <laughs> Frank Siato chimes in. Who is the most likely current injured player to provide a boost later in the season? Hashtag buffoon crew, mm-hmm. hashtag not irrelevant. That's a good question, Frank. Uh, Gates. <laughs> That's a good one. You know who I want to say. I won't say it because right, it's just I not going to happen. I won't even think it. <laughs> I know what you. I know what you're thinking, Jerry. No, I won't even think it. In theory, I don't want to hear it until he's on the field. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go. Does With Aziz Tony, Ojo- <laughs> does Aziz, Aziz Ojolari count? Uh, if he well, count, I think. I think the question is like guys that haven't played. Ellerson yet, Smith, I think, right? Ellerson Smith. I'll go Ellerson. Really? Smith. Really? I think Gates could show up that line even more, bro. I think Gates will be better than Feliciano if he gets back. Uh, Feliciano is just an average guard, bro, at best. 
Uh, excuse me. Average center at best. I, I think Gates could come in and really help them. I really don't. Because yeah, someone asked before, are you nervous about Gates um, what, about filling, what? In for Felice, filling in for Feliciano? No. So no. I, want, I want Gates to get in there for Feliciano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Nick's just, pumped, bro. Bro, Nick is pumped. He yeah. cannot wait to get back. He is going out of his mind. I can tell I see him all the time, man. He is going crazy. He cannot wait to get back. I hope he's cleared, you know, by Ronnie Bonds and the medical staff and all that. But he, he is anxious to get back. Good stuff. Um, Fisk Davis asked a, Fisk asked a question before. Uh, I'm sorry, Fisk Davis. Fisk Vegas, the guy we had on. I was going to say, who the hell is Fisk Davis? Who the hell is Fisk Davis? Where the hell did I get that from? Uh, he asked a question earlier. I can't find it, but... I told um, you about Daniel. Yeah, that's what I kind of <laughs> want to bring up for the guy because, look, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's doing a lot better than a lot of his thoughts. So we'll, yep. I'll end the question segment with Fisk, dude. You did a good job when you came on. Mm-hmm. And look, while it was a little over the top with being, you know, uh, Jones becoming Mahomes, I mean, he's, he's done so much better than any of us could have imagined. So, uh, hey, man, uh, shout out to you and good job, buddy. And if you can, subscribe to his uh, YouTube uh, account. So good job, Fisk. All right. Uh, picks time, dude. You're now up three. I went down two Am last I? week. Yeah. Yeah, I listened, listened again today, and I thought, I think I went down because there were a few that I went opposite of you, like the uh, commanders um, actually won. And I, what did I say? <laughs> the They'll commanders. win in spite of wins, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. If they were going to win, they won in spite of them. Um, and there were a couple other ones. I did have the Jets. They'll probably have a better offense now with, Ty- uh, with Taylor totally. Heineke in there. Totally. They'll totally be better. That, they could now win one of those games against us with, with Heineke. Absolutely. Yep. With Wentz, it was you're, you're losing both now. Uh, you got a shot. <laughs> yeah, right? So who would you have had last night? I'm just curious. Saints at Colts. Arizona. I would yeah. have had Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 hey, look. When you lose an impact guy like DeAndre Hopkins, it's going to hurt you, bro. And last night he came back, and you saw a little bit of a different offense already. And uh, obviously, you know, when you get two defensive touchdowns, chances are you're going to win. But no, I would have had Arizona. Saints are just too banged up, too. You know, they're just decimated with injuries, too, man. All right. First of the ones, the Browns at the 3-3 and Ravens who just lost to the New York football Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens, though. Yeah, me too. Revenge time. They're going to take it out on the Browns this week. Um, Falcons at your Bengals, Chris. Three and three yeah. against three and three. Yeah, I'll go with Cincinnati at home. Arthur Smith's doing a great job down in Atlanta. A lot of young guys there, but I'm going to go with Cincinnati at home. Yeah, me too. One and four Lions at the four and two Cowboys. Dak looks like he's back this week. Yep. And uh, I'll go with Dallas. And this is where the buffoonery comes in and where I start falling further behind. I don't know why. I got a feeling about the Lions this week. Wow. In Dallas, okay. upset. Yeah, stupid. Ooh, that, would right that would be but something. I'm right now. That would be. I'm going with Lions. That would be nice. Um, that would be nice. Someone else asked that question. I couldn't find it. That what's a bigger surprise, the Giants or the fact that I'm still relative? I'm still um, relevant in the pick segment, and I think the <laughs> that's great. Flip that's coin, guys. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, three and three Packers at the two and four Commanders with the aforementioned Heineke. Yeah. Uh, I'll. I think it's going to be closer than people think, but I'll, I'll go with the pack. I agree. I will too. Although, man, I, I wouldn't be, that would not surprise me if Tyler Heineke wins that game. I really wouldn't with the way the, the Packers, Packers not. That was the, I had the Jets last week. That was one of the ones I won. There you go. Nice pick. Yeah. Uh, three and three bucks at the one and five Panthers. Mm. Yeah, I think it's safe to say uh, Carolina's management front office is tanking for Bryce <laughs> Young, probably. 
Not the players. Now the players always play to win. I'm talking about That's the right. management, yeah. the ownership, and like that. So uh, Tampa Bay should. I mean, they they should come out of there with a pretty easy victory. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Colts at Titans, three two and one against three and two. I'm gonna go Titans at home. Although the Colts have been better than I thought, but I'm gonna yeah, go Titans. I'll go with the home. Titans at home too. Yeah. I hit, uh, just quickly back to Tom Brady and the Bucks, Jerry. Yeah, good. Well, here's a good thing, right? Tom Brady, uh, Giselle's going to be available. She's going to be a single lady soon. And a bad thing, now, now that Tom Brady's getting divorced, he's probably going to play another 10 years. Yeah, dude, he's never stopping. He's, he's never, never going to retire now. So. No, no, he's never going to stop. Um, it's funny, though, right? Like, how old Brady looks compared to, like, how old George Blanda looked back in the day. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a totally, like a totally different ages. Yeah, like, well, 48 back then was, like, jo- you're... My yeah. God, are you old? I think George Bland has spent the better part of his week at a bar, too. And uh, like Ken Stable used to, well, yeah. Brady's at home eating avocados and drinking water and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, four o'clock. Speaking of uh, Bland, Texans 1-3-1 and one at the 1-4 and four Raiders. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders at home. Yeah, yeah, me too. Despite uh, some of the stupid things they do. Uh, Jets 4-2 and two at the 2-4 and four Broncos. Dude, I told you I can't. I ain't picking against the Jets anymore, dude, and I definitely wouldn't pick Ooh. against them this week. The Broncos are disastrous. I'm going to go Jets on the road. Yeah. And saying all that, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Are you really? All right. Yeah. I know Wilson's a little banged up. I think he's going to play it all. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling Denver's defense is going to get some turnovers and, and put them in position to win that game. Yeah, I, I don't know. But you know what? I, I wouldn't guess it. Look, that, like last week, not going to surprise me at all if the Jets go in and beat them, man. Jets got... They got some talent on this team. You know what's funny? If the Jets lose and it's because of Zach Wilson, like Zach Wilson is the question mark on that team now. Like they're loaded. They have a lot of talent on that team. And if now it's yeah. still is Zach Wilson the guy. And if he loses, that's what the story's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 425 Seahawks at Chargers, 3-3 three and three versus 4-2. and two. Yeah. I'll go with the Chargers when I'm at home. I'm going to go with the Seahawks on the road. Um, four and two Chiefs at the three and three 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers, bro. They lost, uh, last week. I think they're going to get some guys back. I don't know if McCaffrey will be up to speed. If he is, he'll probably only play some reps, but, um, Chiefs are coming off a tough. I'm going to go with the Niners at home. I like the Niners at home. That was the other game I lost. You had the Bills, I had the Chiefs, uh, another one of the ones. Uh, this is tough, man. I, I want to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with Chiefs on the road after because of last week's loss. Guapolo gets a little revenge for the Super Bowl this week. A little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, Steelers, who somehow, right? <sighs> I mean, Mike Tomlin, my God, what a coach! That was a surprise last week, right? Jeez, two and four at the three and three Dolphins. Yeah. Two is back. I like Miami. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, because of that fact. Monday night. Ooh. Bears two and four at the Patriots three and three. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah. I did not think Belichick would manhandle the way they, the Browns the way they did. Uh, once again, now we're at that point in the season where Belichick seems to get things going. Yep. A uh, couple wins now, uh, three and three. I like. I like Bill at home against the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, and Justin like Fields ain't beating him. Don't um, don't see it. No, I don't. All right, dude. Biggest game of the week, one o'clock. Five and one Giants at the two and four Jags. Who do you got? It's going to be a close one, Jerry. I think Wink's unit gets it done. I think they're going to be plus two in a turnover. 
Um, I think Xavier McKinney's going to get his first pick. Um, yeah, by the way, say- wait, 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 let me back up. Let me back up. So it, this is more of tell me what's going to happen. No, because you got no, three or yeah. four things right. If so, that was the case, dude, I'd be a millionaire betting every damn week. Yeah, <laughs> I should have started that off with, why don't you just tell me what's going to happen this week, Chris? Uh, yeah, I wish. I wish I had that ability, Mr. Foley. I really do, but I don't. Um, but once in a while, the squirrel, what was it? squirrel finds a nut, right? Whatever it's saying. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, think the, I think Wink's unit shows some different looks. I think they get Trevor Lawrence a few times. I think the Giants come out of here with a 23-17 type win. Or a 2017 with Gano wins it at the buzzer. Daniel does enough in the fourth quarter again. I, I sort of like the script. You know, sort of like the script. Um, and and I look for, I, I'm looking for somebody. I'm going to say it this week, okay? Last week I thought Darius was going to have a really good game. He didn't, number-wise. Um... I'm going to double down a little bit. I'm going to say Darius. I'm not going to go 100 yards. But I'm going to say Darius could be a little bit of a difference in this in this one. Uh, he makes a play or two. Nice chunk yards. I think Mr. Barkley is going to make a couple of plays out of the backfield receiving-wise. Um, and the Giants win another close one, either on a Gano buzzer or like a 23-17 type game. McKinney seals it at the end with an interception. Nice. Or a late interception in the fourth quarter. That's big. That's that's my prediction this week. I'm going to go, I don't know why, but I'm going to go 28-25 Giants. I know that sounds like they scored four touchdowns, but there's going to be two-point conversion here and there, and, and they, they have to go for two. For some reason, I see the score 28-25. It's going to be Gano winning it at the end. Um, oh, you like the, the Gano, you like the Gano buzzer beater too, huh? I do, I do. Right, and it, right. it's going to be a mm-hmm. weird score, weird type of how they got there. Right. Uh, and I see Marcus Johnson having a big game, Chris. Look at um, you, Marcus Johnson. I'm going to go off something. the beaten path a bit and say Marcus Johnson gets 75 yards and a touchdown in this one. Um, how about Wandale this week? I'd love to see it. It, it makes yeah. sense. He's yeah. the he's the uh, the number one. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I think Johnson's going to be the guy. We'll see. We'll see. So the six and one Giants will be going against the Seattle Seahawks next week. Wow! All right, let's do this. Anything else, buddy? No, that's it, man. Enjoy the game, everybody, and uh, should be another nail biter. Should be another yeah. scratch fighting. You know, a tough yeah. one. And, and next week, maybe we'll talk about exit velocities too. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> See, I'm not gonna touch that one. The, the, they they they've spoken such stupidity over the last 12 hours. You have the right to say whatever the hell you want to say right now. No, no. I look. I make my. You know. I, I say some things, but look. I think you covered it well. I was kind of. Yeah. I was kind of crazy. The Yankee talk after the game, but look, they're right there. I, look. Look, it's, I know it's 2 nothing, but they lost two tough games. So they could come back to the stadium, get a couple here, and see what happens. You know, hey, look, this is what you pay Gary Cole for, man. So he's got to come, he's right. gotta come up big he's against these guys he's tomorrow really night. Yeah. He's got to come up big against these guys tomorrow night. You know, so. All right, guys, uh, and you've got to root against the Phillies because it's, it's getting a little out of hand with these Phillies teams, Philly teams right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need the Padres to come through. Oh, root, my for the, God. root for the Paisans tonight, Joe Musgrove, you know, to, to <laughs> shut them down and put the Padres up 2-1. to one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, we're going for six and one. Let's do this. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Enjoy the game.